Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you about our friends at RGS Exteriors. They will improve the curb appeal for your house with James Hardy Brickstone and Stucco Exteriors, along with soffit fascia and rain gutters. Check them out at rgsutahsiding.com. Gordon, uh, Joe Ingles uh, had a chance to jump on and do the Joe Ingles uh, show this morning with uh, with just PK, actually. DJ is going to be back on Monday. Uh, but I, I thought it was important to hear from a member of the Jazz and important to hear from Joe. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, all right. This is the Joe Ingles Show from this morning here on The Big Show. Joey I is joining us. Joey I, what is your life like now? What are you doing? (laughs) I'm a uh, stay-at-home dad. (laughs) (laughs) Is that it, really? (laughs) Well, it's a little earlier than you anticipated, I suppose. Uh, Easy to adapt? Um, me and Renee were actually kind of talking about it the other day. Was, I think the first few days for me was um, was really cool. I, I, I'm obviously not getting to to kind of spend as much time with the kids or at home um, as she does, obviously, with me being away and stuff like that. So the first few days was um, was really cool. I just got to obviously stay at home and not have to do anything and um, just kind of look after the kids and... Um, on, what are we on now? I think we're on about day nine. Yeah. Um, so it starts to get um, kind of a little crazy in here. The kids want to get out, obviously. Um, we had a couple of nice days over. I don't even know what what day it was, but a few nights ago, a couple of nice uh, a couple of nice days for the kids outside. But um, I definitely have a, a bigger understanding of. Um, when we leave for whatever those eight day trips and Renee's stuck with the kids for for that long. So you're now pulling out your hair too? <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm pulling my hair out, but um, yeah, obviously just trying to find different things to do with the kids and entertain them and um, for, for us as well, we should let Renee work out and get a little workout in myself and um, so we're obviously just all all trying to do our part to stay as sane as possible. So the NBA never has yet, to my knowledge, I don't think it has, has used the word cancellation. It's just used the word postponement, which would indicate, though, Joe, that the season is going to continue. So at some point, I don't know when it is. I'm sure you don't know either. Uh, what do you do in the meantime to be mentally and physically prepared for whenever that day comes? Well, I think that's that's the hardest part. Is um, obviously, like you said, there's no kind of um, whatever timetable or whatever of return. It's just said kind of postponed. And um, I mean, honestly, we don't we don't know much more than than anybody else. Um, so we're kind of sitting around waiting to to hear some news. Obviously, uh, I think originally it was like 30 days or something like that. Yeah. Um, kind of reevaluate after that, but. Um, I mean, my own personal opinion, this isn't biased from anyone. I just, I mean, I don't know if it will, like if it keeps getting, I think every day we wake up, it's kind of getting a little bit worse. um, Obviously, I wouldn't see it starting anytime soon. 
Um, obviously, we hope it does. We want to come back. Obviously, we want to play, and Jazz fans want to, want to watch us play. Um, so I don't know what what that looks like. Um, for us, it's just about obviously doing what we can. We we can't go to the facility or anything like that. Um, so just staying, I guess, as as ready as you can um, at home. And we're lucky we've got a, a little gym set up at home, so. Um, can get a little bit, little bit done here and there, and um, yeah, I guess like they just kind of wait for us to further notice. So everybody is isolated. Joe, are you having any form of communication with the coaching staff and or players? I mean, they we've we've got a million group chats and, and whatever. So um, coaching and those guys keep us updated. Um, if there is anything going on, the medical staff, the head streaks coach and stuff like that. Same thing, keeping us updated, keeping programs coming through for guys um, just to kind of stay on top of things. And um, We've obviously got a player group chat, so that, um, that's been pretty busy for, for six years, really. Okay. <laughs> that's a non-stop. So are the guys doing well? Yeah, I mean, well, as well as you can. I think everyone's in the same, in the same boat, yeah. You're all kind of sitting around at home. Um, different guys have, uh, are either by themselves or with families or whatever it is. So, um, yeah, just trying to, trying to, like I said, trying to everyone trying to keep sane and do a little bit here and there. And obviously, the the biggest thing and the most important thing is is to stay uh, away from people. Um, so I've obviously got kind of Renee and the kids, which is. It's hard to do and, and stay completely away from, but you, you just do your best to, to not go over the top. And um, obviously, we want to we want to try and kind of slow this down as, as quickly as we possible. So we've all individually got our own little responsibilities to, to do that. So you've been playing pro ball now for what a uh, better part of what, fifteen years, yeah. So, uh, and you, this game has taken you literally all over the world, and whether it's for the national team or the European teams, and with the Jazz and everything, I'm wondering: does anything, anything that you've been through compare to what you went through in Oklahoma City? Not at all. Um, no, it was. I mean, it was the first and hopefully a once in a lifetime thing. Um, I mean, I think the, the people watching it were, were probably just as confused as we were standing on the court, and um, obviously we didn't really know much of, of what was going on and, uh, until we got back to the locker room and, and kind of it all kind of came out. And um, it was just a, it was just a really kind of weird day, I guess. We we were ready to play um, for people that follow it a little bit more closely. I think we were tied 1-1 with them. It's a huge game for us. Yeah. Um, the standings, um, our individual series with them and, and obviously coming down to whatever we've got for whatever we had. It was a pretty big game and our guys were, were really ready to go. I, uh, I was... Um, I'd, I'd mentioned the coach, and coach had mentioned the same. It was like we, we just, you could just tell the guys were ready to play, and um, yeah, it was just one of those things. It, it all started to happen. I mean, we were, we were literally about to throw the ball up. Really, I think the guys were actually more or less walking onto the court um, as it got stopped. So it was a, it was a, it was a crazy day. Um, obviously, turned into a kind of crazy night, and, and next day. And, um, we were obviously glad that we all kind of got home safely and um, obviously started our, our quarantine as soon as we landed back in, in Salt Lake. Joe Ingles joining us. So I, 
take me through that night in terms of emotions. I'd imagine that you had an array of emotions just to run the gamut of all types of emotions. Did at any point were, did fear set in? Um, I think I think not 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 for me kind of individually. Um, my my first thoughts and 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 I guess fears were were Renee and the kids and, and getting home to them and um, obviously wanting to, to test negative and then obviously get home. But um, yeah, I think for, for, for me and obviously with with the kids and everyone talks about the the percentages or whatever of kids kind of surviving it or not getting it or not even really knowing but it's still such a, a scary virus that you don't really know um, so for me with the kids I didn't obviously want them or Renee to kind of go anywhere near it or get it and throwing on top of that with, with Jacob and his immune system it's, it's scary um, he, he takes things a million times worse than what, what Miller does. So, um, not that I would want either of them to have it, but Jacob even is even more scary because of, of his immune system and uh, how hard things kind of, um, they, I guess, hit him when, when he gets them. Miller will have something for three or four days, he'll have it for 10. Um, and symptoms are a lot worse and stuff like that. So, yeah, for me, obviously, was was trying to get, oh, hoping I had a, a negative test and then... Um, getting home to them and, and kind of protecting protecting them. So playing basketball, and you do it probably as well as anybody in, is in terms of having fun. And, you know, we as fans, we view it as fun and we look forward to the games and all. I'm wondering how somber was all that in that experience? Yeah, it was, like, it was just one of those, like, like I said, it was a, a once in a well, I hope it's a once in a lifetime and, and something that I definitely don't want to go through again. Um, I think one of the, the hard parts was a lot of the unknown, um, not knowing if we were going to get home or not, not knowing if we were going to test positive or, or negative at the time. Um, early on, not really knowing what was going on. We didn't originally know why we got taken off the call. Um, obviously, you would assume that either someone or he obviously end up being Rudy at the time but one of our team and other team you didn't really know what was going on so um, there was a lot of kind of mixed emotions we were in the locker room for a while and everyone was just kind of sitting there talking it's just a crazy me and Renee still every day now it's like this is just crazy like you just don't think in your lifetime you're going to live through something like this um, you just it's like one of those things that happen in a movie and you think you're going to turn it off and, and go back to regular life um, but we're what, what would I say we're day nine I think we are um, still sitting in the house and um, yeah lucky we've got um, I guess some good things around the house and Renee's got a little art room and we've got enough kind of activities for the kids so I don't know how much longer we'll be able to last, but we'll, we'll keep doing what we have to do. <laughs> so in times like these, and there's really, it's unparalleled, but you get the point in times of trouble times, I guess, people turn to family. And so you've got your wife and your children here in the Salt Lake area, but you also have a fair amount of family living thousands of miles away. How is that sure. in terms of trying to communicate with those folks down there that you're doing okay? Because I'm sure that they must have had a sense of nervousness as they were getting word of what was going on. Yeah, there was, um, we, we kind of joked at the time, which probably wasn't really the right thing to do, but we were also kind of confused and, and a million different emotions, like I said, but we were 
we're kind of laughing like how many people would take it was like you get more texts the other night than we did on our birthday or our, <laughs> our wedding day or something like that it was um and at the time the same thing like you you know how unknown and scary this is but you don't probably really know and put it into perspective until you kind of go through what we went through and um yeah i had i mean i had people from all over the world trying to reach out and obviously make sure that I was okay and that Renee and the kids were okay and, and obviously kind of extended that the team and, and stuff were all right. Um, and I think in terms of my family in Australia, I think Australia is probably a, a, a week or two behind kind of what, where everyone else is. But um, I mean, the latest reports in Australia were that they were on track um, to kind of where where Italy is now, and they were running the same kind of course as them, which is is obviously pretty scary. Because they've had forty odd thousand cases and three or four thousand deaths, um, which is pretty scary. So, um, I think Australia is going to pretty much go into lockdown pretty soon in the next few days or something. Um, so, obviously, as as much as we're doing okay right now as a family, um, you obviously feel. And now you kind of worry goes to, to my own, obviously, sister and parents and, and grandparents and stuff like that in Australia that are um, my grandparents in that age bracket of, of obviously pretty pretty uh, severe or something. So, um, yeah, I think it's just, I mean, it's a scary time for everybody. Um, and like I said, I think that obviously one of the, the key things is, is to listen to the, the professionals and um, and stay away from people. Stay inside as, as much as you can, unless it's a, um, a, a kind of an emergency that you need to go out and grab something or, or whatever. But if you're going to do that, go out and come right back. And I mean, I literally I haven't left the house in. I went for a drive for 30 minutes a couple of days ago just to get out the house, and I didn't see anyone. I didn't talk to anyone, but I just needed to get out, and I went for a drive. And I've so I've left the. 30, 40 minutes in, in nine days. And I think that's obviously me just trying to do my part. And I think everyone obviously needs to do the same thing. All right. That was Joe Ingalls with PK this morning. That's up online uh, at 1280thezone.com in podcast form. In fact, we're continuing to crank out uh, content, Gordo. We'll have those podcasts up at 1280thezone.com or wherever you get your uh, podcasts. Simply search out Zone Sports Network, search out The Big Show, give us a subscribe. But if you're stuck at home, uh, get us via podcast, right? Yeah, that uh, that's a good plan. Well, I'll tell you, as I was listening to Joe, Jake, one of the most interesting aspects to all the things that he said was when <clears throat> when they were pulled off the court in Oklahoma City and uh, told about what was going on, he said his first thought was about his family. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. Certainly, you know? yeah. I mean, uh, these guys are humans just like we are, and they worry about the same things uh, we do. So, anyway, that was uh, interesting to hear Joe talk about those things. Yeah, I can't imagine. I, I'm, I'm sure it was extremely surreal to the point where they didn't really know what was going on when they were out there on the floor. Of course, they got filled in when they were uh, isolated there in the locker room. But, uh, it, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that was – well, he said in all his years in basketball, he's never experienced anything like it, and, and certainly how could you? No, I mean, there is no way to have experienced that. But anyway, uh, and we were all watching it. I mean, Jake, I know you were watching it. Yep. I was watching it. I, I saw him walk out on that court and all of a sudden turn right around and head right back. Yeah. 
So, yeah, hopefully hopefully all of us can uh, stay at home, get this thing, get everybody isolated, get this thing so that it is contained, and then uh, move forward from there with uh, some degree of normalcy. But in order to accomplish the normalcy, we have to we have to be abnormal here for for some amount of time. And I don't know whether anybody really knows how long that time is. I thought it was interesting that word uh, about these drugs that have been around for a while that uh, some people, I guess, uh, reports from Italy and and uh, in uh, China and South Korea. These drugs, I guess one of them was from, what, malaria? And uh, another drug are looking like that they are helping uh, some of the patients, although the FDA hasn't approved them for coronavirus in our country. I guess doctors can prescribe those if they think it'll help a patient. But I, I'm i looking for reasons of hope here, Jake. I'm, I'm looking for reasons to maybe uplift some spirits instead of, oh, my gosh, have you seen what the latest numbers are and how many people are testing positive? I, there's only so much of that folks can listen to, I think. Here's my positive thought real quick, Gordon, and we've got drops of the day coming up next, and we're going to talk to Andrew Reinhardt here uh, in a second. But the Chinese uh, Basketball Association is preparing to restart. Guys like Jeremy Lin and Lance Stevenson have been uh, informed that they need to prepare to go back to China. And I bring that up as my positive because they're obviously the, you know, kind of that's where it started and the first people that were or the first country that was dealing with this and they're starting to get back to normal. So I, I, I find that encouraging that, that there will be an in, insight for us as well. Well, you never know what the truth is, but didn't we see uh, the other day that uh, China had had it uh, the first day since this uh, outbreak that uh, nobody knew had uh, tested uh, right. positive for it? So. And you hope that's true. I'll, yeah. I will say that, but I mean, they are preparing to get back to playing basketball again there. So that's good, right? Yeah, I will take whatever crumb we can get, Jake. No Appreciate doubt. It. All right, uh, joining us now, he is our friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. And uh, Andrew, we were talking about your treatment for ED, and after some short treatments, you can actually get back to normal in the bedroom before likely this thing is all said and done. Yeah, that's right. If uh, if you've got ED, you're out there listening. Maybe you've got some time off work. Maybe you're spending more time with your partner. Um, and and the silver lining to this crisis is that maybe we can press the reset button on our relationships and improve that intimacy. And we're actually seeing a lot of guys that are doing that exact thing. Uh, Wasatch Medical has this technology that we've gotten better and better as time has gone on at treating ED, reversing the effects of ED, and getting that blood flowing again. Um, I've been talking about this for a couple of years now, and the clinical studies have always been there, but there's more and more of them now. Uh, and I've shared a few of these with you. I wanted to share one more. Therapeutic Advances in Urology. This is one of the big journals. Um, they did a study on our technology, on the acoustic wave, what it does, and I won't bore you with all of the details. The conclusion of that was that acoustic wave therapy, this is their words, is a revolutionary treatment of ED and possesses unprecedented qualities that can rehabilitate erectile tissue. Um, I thought that was really cool. I believe that the science has spoken and this technology works, and it can offer a lot of hope to guys with ED. 
And uh, folks can uh, really, there, there's no risk to this, Andrew, on the, uh, you guys are doing the free consult with the doctor, so folks can just get in and find out if it'll work for them. That's right. Um, guys have questions when it comes to this. And so if you're out there listening in one of those, call us now. We'll do this initial medical screening totally free. That's a good chance for you to ask questions. It also gives us a chance to find out if you will be a good candidate for this, if it will work. Uh, we'll test your blood flow with a blood flow ultrasound. All of that is totally free. I want to emphasize there's no obligation, no sales pitch. Uh, give us a call. Come in and see where you're at. 801-901-8000 is the number to do that. 801-901-8000. He's our friend Andrew from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Andrew, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. All right. Again, that number, 801-901-8000. Coming up next, drops of the day. I will pick one. Austin will pick one. Gordon will pick one as well. We're going to have a little fun. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Welcome on back. Thanks for making us part of your day. Time for Best Drops of the Day. Gordon, this is a segment uh, we want to do uh, just to really have some fun uh, during this kind of trying time. And there's no sports going on, so we have a little latitude to have some fun. So every day at this time, uh, each of us, you, Austin, and myself, are, are going to pick one drop to play. And this could be controversial because maybe it's embarrassing for someone, or maybe it's just uh, something that you've always wanted to hear. You picked the uh, the horse racing calls for uh, your first submission, right? Yes, I did. Uh, Austin, what did you do for your first one? Oh, now I can't remember. He did Pan Man. You oh, did. yeah, Pan Man. You yeah. did do Pan Man, and I did Eric Wyhenmayer. Yep. So we were all nice. Three classics. Yeah. We were all nice. Uh, I wonder if we're going to continue down that road. I'll tell you what. I'll go first today because I'm being nice today. This one has nothing to do with either of you, and it is. Mine's a little longer, but this is just one of my favorite uh, clips. Gordon, have you ever heard this one, Samuel L. Jackson, when a reporter confused him for Lawrence Fishburne. Have you ever heard this? Uh, I think I did, but uh, I'll look forward to hearing it again. All right, here you go. This is incredible. This is uh, Samuel L. Jackson. I, I tell you what, you working for Marvel, the Super Bowl commercial, did you get a lot of reaction to that Super Bowl commercial? I, I tell you what, you working for Marvel, the Super Bowl commercial, did you get a lot of reaction to that Super Bowl commercial? What Super Bowl commercial? Oh. You know what? I've been my mistake. I, you see know what? what? See, you're you're as crazy as the people on Twitter. Right. I'm not Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> That's my fault. Oh, I know boy. that. That was my fault. Uh, my mistake. You know what? We don't all look alike. Fuck. You're we exactly right. all black and famous. You but are we all guilty. Don't look alike. I am. I. I am guilty. Um, I am I am guilty. He thought guilty. you were Bob Dylan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're the entertainment see, reporter. I know. I'm you're the entertainment reporter right. for this station. And you don't know the difference between me and Lawrence. My, my mistake, uh, my mistake, I apologize. Really, my big mistake. Let's talk about... it. must be uh, a very short line for your job. I'll say it. No, there's oh. a, there's, it probably would not be hard to get another person to sit right here. Let's talk about Robocop. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh. Really? Oh. My, I apologize. My, I'm the other guy. But, I'm the other guy. The I other know. one. 
What's in your wallet? Right. <laughs> That's it. That's exactly right. There's more than one black guy doing a commercial. There it is. No question about that. Uh, I'm the two... what's in your wallet black guy. Okay. He's the car black guy. There it is. Morgan Freeman is the other credit card black guy. <laughs> you only hear his voice though, so there. you probably won't confuse him with Lawrence Fishburne. You're exact. You're out. You're 100% right. Uh, to Robocop, there's you a heavyweight black guy that's like putting cash down in the seats in a in a baseball stadium. But he's also the black guy that turns off the house, the water, and the lights when his kid tells him the house is cool. I'm not that guy either. <laughs> do we want to do a list of all the people that you're not? To the original, and I'm the uh, only black guy in RoboCop that's not a criminal, okay. other than Michael K. White. <laughs> were you a, were you a fan of the Peter Weller version? Uh, yes. <laughs> I love RoboCop. Well, I tell you what, it's obviously a great cast, and this director does have some extraordinary credits. As, as, you as do he... know who they all are, though, right? Yes, I do. I mean, just in case they have some of them on the show, <laughs> do some I won't, work. I won't make the do same mistake. Do some as... research. You make sure what? you don't confuse them with those other white actors. That are out there, like Brad Pitt. <laughs> this is a well-deserved spanking. Thank you for it. Well, I tell you what, it is going to be... I'm sorry for interrupting you. Go not, ahead. Not at all. No, not at all. They're pushing us along, and I'm probably going to get spanked in the most extraordinary way with... Uh, with good reason. <laughs> Man, that just kept getting worse and worse, didn't it? He wouldn't let him off the hook. The reporter, no the TV reporter kept trying to move on, and he just wouldn't wouldn't let it happen. It reminded me of the time when you confused Zane Taylor for Zane Beatles. Oh, I don't think that was quite as bad as what we just heard. No, but I do remember that one. Because yeah, you tried to ask, one of them was an engineering student. You tried to ask him, like, so what about engineering? And then he was like, oh, man, that's uh, that's uh, Zane Beatles. I, uh... <laughs> Do you remember that? I quote? don't know this story. Oh, you don't know that story? No. Oh, it's not, it's not as egregious as I make it sound. Their both name was Zane. They were both on the offensive line. It's not as bad as like asking a UCLA year. basketball player uh, what the offensive a, line is going to be doing. A football question? Yeah. No, no, no. But I do I remember when that, that happened. I saw Zane Beatles over at the arena uh, last uh, this last year, uh, and I was standing in line in the concessions, and I, I, there's this huge guy, and I said uh, I was behind him, and uh, he turned, and I said, you look like you've played offensive line. And he said, it's funny you should mention that. I have. And I said, oh, really? Where? He said, at Utah and other places. I said, what's your name? He said, Zane Beatles. I said, oh, Zane, okay, you and I have talked many times before. He was huge. Confused you with Zane Taylor once. (laughs) Anyway, all right. Austin, who are you picking? What are we doing, Austin? Austin's dropped. Uh, Because of Joe Ingles, uh, I was in the mood to hear some more Australian accents. This is a report out of Australia of a man who chased down down a, a home invader in nothing but some denim shorts and a didgeridoo. All right? Well, let's get it. Wearing just his boxes and armed with a didgeridoo, Kim Abrook raced down Lincoln Avenue. It's out there in all my glory. I noticed I run faster naked. <laughs> I thought it was semi-naked anyway. The father of 12 was woken by creaking floorboards at his Fulham Gardens home just before four this morning. I've seen a shadow coming out here and I'm coming a little bit quick and he tried to swing in beyond here. And as I come to there, he's lighting his phone accidentally, come on and lit him up. Kim says it was a split-second decision. He had no time to get dressed, just grabbed the instrument and gave chase. 
was gaining on him. And I knew when he went around the corner, he wasn't fast. After losing sight of the thief, he called for backup. Heard my dad start yelling, saying, get him, and boom, we started running down the road. Suspecting the offender was hiding in a residence nearby property, the trio surrounded the home and called police. We all sort of, like we said, we had him boxed in, he, he wasn't going anywhere. And if he came out, I was just going to try and tackle him or something. Before a sniffer dog tracked down the suspect hiding under a car, he was found with a wallet and cash which was allegedly stolen during the break-in. A 32-year-old Fulham Gardens man has been charged with aggravated serious criminal trespass and theft. He's been granted bail and will front court in August. He got off easy. He lost his shirt, poor bugger. I felt like giving him one, but <laughs> it wasn't a shirt I wanted to give him. <coughs> Natasha Kramer, Nine News. How about that? Tell you. <laughs> he lost his shirt, the poor bugger. <laughs> I was going to give him he mine, but it wasn't a shirt. I felt like giving him. <laughs> he lost his what? His shirt. Are you trying to get Austin in trouble, Gordon? No, I just that R was awfully soft. Because you for know a we we don't have delay, so let's let's not call attention to it, shall we? Okay. I said shut. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, good one, Austin. I like that. I like uh, I like yeah, that. Yeah, I've never heard. I never. I heard had that never one. heard that one either. All right, Gordon, it is your turn. Okay, so I I have two, and I want you guys to help help us pick which one we should do. You know, you okay. can do one like one tomorrow. You, the one you, know? you told your producer to prepare. <laughs> How about that one? <laughs> that probably would be a wise one because I said to Austin, I said, you know, I I'd like to hear Casey Kasem, but then I started thinking, well, what about Bill O'Reilly? You know, that one's pretty good too. So uh, I don't know, Austin, whichever one you feel more comfortable with. How about the one I know where it is? Let's do let's do Casey <laughs> today, and why don't we we'll we'll do Bill tomorrow? How about that, Gordon? Uh, tomorrow. Uh, Monday, excuse me. Yes. All right. Okay, here we go. Uh, all right. It's going to be on Carson's. Here's Casey Kasem. <laughs> now, we're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again from coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. <clears throat> See, when you come out of those up-tempo numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what they do it for, but... We can't come out of a slow record. I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay. I want a concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a up-tempo record every time I do a GIF dedication. Now, make it. And I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is the last time I want somebody to use his brain to not come out of a record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo. And I got to talk about a dog dying. <laughs> <laughs> Still you know, unbelievable. I, I, I'm not a big proponent of, of swearing or curse words or anything like that. But when I heard that without the beeps, it became even more powerful. Is it okay to use the term <laughs> more powerful? Huh? Uh, just uh, overwhelming. But because uh, Casey was such a such a nice, uh, typically a nice 
a nice man, and certainly my personal experiences with him were okay. always uh, very, very cordial. And so that's shocking to me to hear him shocking lose his shit that way. No, I'm not bailing you out I of got this. A that was you. Casey Case discussing something I had written. Said I'm a fan and I really enjoyed this. It was really, really good. Mm. <laughs> Don't believe that one either. What's more believable, that Austin or the left-handed uh, Grand Slam that. story? Yeah, that is way more, way more likely. To June be true. and the Whale's more believable no than the, the Grand right. Slam. Story. Yeah, I got to agree. Got to agree. Come on, guys. Are you are you suggesting that the biblical story is is not a hundred percent factual, Austin? No, uh, uh, well maybe, but I'm saying that it's more <laughs> possibly factual than I just was riding my bike down the street and became a schoolyard hero by swinging left-handed on a bases empty grand slam. <laughs> bases empty? Yeah. Okay. That's how I remember you. Well, said if it, it if it didn't happen, then the bases were obviously empty. That's that's, that's how yeah. unbelievable right. it was. Yeah, they were full, and it did happen. All right, coming up next, we'll get to more. It is the big show, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Worst mistake I ever made as an official. Second and third, the shortstop was like, how many outs, Blue? How many outs, Blue? I look down at my clicker, I go, yeah, yeah, one out. Of course, the very next pitch gets hit right to her. She scoops it up, she's got to throw it to the plate. She fires it home, catch light tag, safe. All of a sudden, this coach is like, Lacey, we got two down, go to first! And I'm like, they don't have two down. I look back at the scoreboard, says two, Ah! and I just thought to myself, oh, I'm a dead man. (laughs) Very next batter, base hit, three to one, oh, Oh, no, man. <laughs> I'm standing there. I'm like, yep, here it comes. And I hear him like, Lacey, what are you doing? What, what, what? And all of a sudden I hear this, blow! He lit into me. Thankfully, <laughs> they rallied and won the game 5-3. I don't know how. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's getting close to sundown over the Sierra. Stranded on the heat wave, burning with desire. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. How you doing, Gordon? I'm uh, hanging in there nicely. Thanks Not for there, asking. apparently. Uh, <laughs> it's been one of those. Been what? one of those weeks. You often. can't hear me. It's just been a long. Yeah, week. I'm here. Uh, we appreciate you though uh, making us a part of it, uh, especially during these trying times. And of course, no sports. So we'll continue to broadcast. We'll continue to give you the latest. Uh, we'll continue to try and and have a little fun while we're at it as well. Kind of crazy. The only thing going on in the world of sports right now seems to be the NFL off season, and uh, Tom Brady, Todd Gurley, uh, new homes, big players moving around. Uh, so we'll talk uh, NFL news while we have it. Is Gordon here, though? Gordon? I never left. I was talking. and you Maybe we need me. to tell Gordon to turn the microphone on. 
Oh, Austin can hear him. Uh, I just can't. So that's uh, that's new. Uh, but uh, anyway, anyway, that's just par for the course uh, for this week. But I do want to give a, a big shout out to our zone staff uh, here on a Friday, and uh, that includes engineering staff. Uh, for um, working so hard to make sure we got back on the air after the earthquake on Wednesday and that we're able to uh, to bring you uh, our programming. It, it's an honor and a privilege, and we're so happy that we're able to continue to do that through this pandemic and that we're physically able to do it after the earthquake. Is it fixed? Gordon, are you there? I have never left. What did you do? Nothing. I was just talking, and then you started talking like you couldn't hear me, and Austin could hear me, and I could hear Austin, but you couldn't. It was like being in the cone of silence. I know, but see, if I had to bet on Austin hitting something to, to throw this off or you hitting something to throw this off, I'm sorry, but I, I, would, I would bet on you. I didn't touch a thing. Usually you'd be right, Jake. Uh-huh. I've, uh, I've messed up twice already today alone, though, so I would put my money that it was me. That it has been me. a long yeah. day for you, and you do have the most technical stuff on your plate at the moment. Even though Gordon is operating equipment by himself, we're proud of you, by the way, Gordon. I'm very proud of Gordon. <laughs> oh, seriously. I was telling people around the office just today how amazed I was that Gordon was able to be on air yesterday. I mean, what, you, do you think I can't figure out how to plug three things in and turn the volume on? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, that, you can't <laughs> yes. close a freezer door. So. Oh, brother. That was that was an extenuating circumstance that was very Twice. problematic and very technical. Now, be honest, Gordon. Did Lisa get you connected today? No. What about nope. Aaron? Nobody. Just me. What about your son-in-law? <laughs> Nobody. I'm telling you, okay. fellas. Right. You're selling me far short. I mean... <laughs> I, I got this. Yeah, and we're proud of you. We're, we're proud of you. Uh, all right. Uh, we'll have more you big know, show. You, anybody who can hit a grand slam left-handed uh, okay. you know, probably can plug f- With the bases empty. In. <laughs> you guys, you're killing me today. While this spending dinner plates on dowels <laughs> <laughs> and reading from Shakespeare's sonnet. I'm not buying it. <laughs> I, can, uh, I can recite poetry while juggling. Uh, don't believe that either. You don't know what poetry is. You, you said the the bang, 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 clap, clap, clap was a poem. Oh, here we go. All right. <laughs> uh, joining us now, he's our good friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch oh. Medical Clinic. He's been hanging out with us all show. And just because times are a little strange does not mean that problems like ED go away. And you guys are still here helping out our listeners. We are. We are still open. Uh, I want to emphasize that we are open for business uh, it's safe to come into our clini- uh, clinic. Our employees um, have not been allowed to travel for several weeks. Uh, they wear masks and gloves every day. We're sanitizing the clinic multiple times per day. And actually seeing a good amount of guys come in during maybe this awkward time of life. There's kind of some downtime with our jobs. And uh, struggling with erectile dysfunction is a very real problem. And I think it is a great time to press the reset button on the relationship and improve things. We use uh, an advanced form of acoustic wave therapy, FDA cleared in 2011, to regrow blood vessels. And if you think about what ED is, it really is a blood flow issue. That's what this addresses. It is not a pill. I want to emphasize that. It's, there's no medication. It's not invasive. 
and we can restore the normal function and spontaneity in the bedroom in just a couple of short weeks. Just to reiterate that, I mean, just a few treatments, a couple of weeks, and you're back to normal. No more planning ahead. You can have that spontaneity. Yeah, that's right. So if we're, let's see, mid to kind of end of March here, by the first week of April, um, you know, you could be back to normal. That's pretty big for guys. And, and to not have to worry about that pill, if you're taking the pill right now for ED, it's very likely that you'll have to take more and more of it. The side effects would be amplified. Um, it, it, that is not a good plan for the long term. It's a symptom reliever at best, and we can eliminate that. All right, 801-901-8000 is the number to call, and our listeners can get a, a free consultation with the doctor, right? It, we, they can. This is meant to give them as much information as possible prior to going forward with the treatment. It gives you a chance to sit down with a medical doctor, uh, review your medical history, why you have ED, which I bet you're wondering why you have ED, um, get a blood flow ultrasound, we'll test the blood flow. Uh, we're going to give you a special gift. This is the last spot of the day, guys. It's, uh, it produces immediate results in the bedroom. It's all free. Just call us now. Take advantage of it. Thank you, Andrew. We appreciate it. That number again, 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. That's our friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. More straight ahead, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. So I'm trying to get my phone to not call me Hans. All right, try it again. Don't call me Hans. Okay, what should I call you? Hans. You'd like me to call you Hans. Is that right? <laughs> No. <laughs> pants. You'd like me to call you pants. It's <laughs> the dumbest thing. Like Lance or Dance. What is my name, Google? Your name is Hans. God. Stupid. Dumb thing. Could you call me Hans, Ned? You'd like me to call you handsome. Is that right? Well, it's better than Hans. Yeah. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Wrapping up what has been, Gordon, what, what's the best word that you would use to describe this week? Uh, crazy. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. It's scary, right? Yeah. Uh, abnormal. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, we had an earthquake this week that, uh, uh, you know, a big earthquake this week that, that uh, uh, on top of a pandemic. I mean, it's just, it's just wild. And I, I'm just grateful uh, to still be on the air with you, my friend. If I could use two words, I would say March Madness. It has been it has been some some madness and and man are we just missing that tournament today yesterday today I mean this is this is one of the best four day kind of four day weekends of the whole year where you just sit down and consume college basketball it's just great it's such a bummer such it's a bummer like that the, we don't have it when we talked with Sam Amick earlier in the week and we asked him a basketball question and he said you know guys I just don't care. Yeah, I want. Mm-hmm. To, he was concerned, preoccupied with other things, and sports is good. I mean, we'll be able to utilize sports when it starts up again to 
to uh, get our minds off of uh, the troubles of the day. But right now, we got to get these troubles of the day solved, and uh, then we'll move forward. And I think uh, I think that'll happen. It's just that right now we're kind of in the thick of it. What are you going to do this weekend, Gordon? Some housework. Oh, yeah, I need to get out of the house, man. I need to get out and maybe uh, do some pruning around the yard, maybe some weeding. Uh, maybe, <laughs> You're uh, going to do you know, none of that. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll do some painting. None know. of that. Maybe I was thinking about maybe, you know, uh, maybe uh, re-varnishing the, the, uh, the fence we have out there, maybe trimming some trees. You know, doing useful stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, what, you, what kind of lazy butt stuff are you going to be doing? Just that lazy butt stuff. <laughs> okay. At least I admit it. Yeah. Because there's not are, a chance you're varnishing anything this week. <laughs> Lisa and I, and we've been watching a different movie every night with with uh, with some of the folks in our house. And last night, somebody got the bright idea of uh of watching all of the star wars movies in chronological order not in the order they came out but one through how many are there austin i don't even lost track 17 (laughs) are there nine how many are are there? there are nine but then if you include clone wars there's a lot more than that well, we, we're we doing the sequential uh, thing. We watched the first one last night, and I'm dreading watching Where do you put uh, Solo, A Star Wars Story? Where does that fall in there? I don't know. Uh. Uh, you're just complicating the picture <laughs> here. But I, I, what I'm dreading is I really didn't like the characterization, and hence the actor who portrayed uh, uh, Darth Vader before he became Darth. Uh, what, what, what's his name? Uh, Hayden Christensen? Yeah. But, yeah, that guy. He was too whiny for me. Mm. You know, and as you know, Jake, if there's one thing I can't stand, it's whiny. As you're whining Uh, about Star Wars? Yeah. But (laughs) I'm I'm not going to look forward to that part of it. But then, yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we've actually committed to watching the whole series. You enjoy that. that Yeah. Austin, which is the best one? Uh, I like Rogue One. Uh, the 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 prequel to A New Hope. I like uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's not bad. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> You're getting your hand solos mixed up, right? Gordon, uh, I will talk to you on Monday, my friend. And uh, I know that's kind of tough to enjoy your weekend, I suppose. But uh, do your best, huh? Yeah. Everybody, uh, stay healthy, stay safe out there, be smart, uh, do the social distancing thing. We have to. We'll talk to you on Monday on the Big Show, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty the Zone.